how have you done this like <laughs> twice? <laughs> I just really hope you keep me in. I don't know what I can say to you, but you know that I'm gonna try to bring it every time. And it's just devastating to me in this point. And I just don't wanna go home. Of course. You're such an inspiration to me, and I, I really love you and your art. But it, I, at the same time, it's, yeah. I mean, you're the biggest competition. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. I don't want to pick you. Yeah. Because I really respect you. Thank you. And I don't think I'll, I'll be able to. But I can't say it's not tempting. Yeah. And I want you to know that. I know. I just want you to know that you inspire me too. And I've oh, always said that. So and I have so much love and respect for you. And I just I hope you don't pick me because I want to be in that space with I, yeah. the people that I respect. And, and exactly the same for me. I want to compete against the best. Yeah. Having spoken with Blue, I am really confident that I'm not going home. And I am hoping she wins this lip sync so that she's going to save me. God. Well. There you go. We're going to burn it down. Yeah, I was having such a good time. And you had to go along and just take a big old whiz of my Cheerios. We're going to burn it down. Fuck this show. Fuck these producers. Ugh. Wait a minute. Hold up. BBC Three. Don't have to, you know, do not call your lawyers. I mean... <laughs> If there's a lot to process this week, I think the Marys are collectively, we're all processing. <laughs> and I, I think it's a lot of feelings. I think it's not just devastation. It's also like, well, it's been a goopy season. Goops can happen. You know, like there's only two episodes left. There's only so two episodes left. There's still no like, money at know, the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I've, I've come to the place where it's like, I am so grateful that we had four episodes of Pangina. We got to see her do Snatch Game. We got to see all of her runways. She was winning. You know? She was, it was, it was the great. front runner. It was so, yeah. yeah, she was the front runner. She was the one to beat. It was so great. It was so fabulous. It is so great. It is so fabulous. To quote Pangina Heels from a recent interview with The Tab, her exit interview, um, Blue and I are okay, so why shouldn't you be okay? It's drag. Just because I don't have a crown does not mean that I didn't feel like a queen. And I'm like, oh, that is such a queen thing to say. Yeah, I mean, I think my takeaway from this is, yeah, obviously, I'm sad. I'm, you know, and and to be fair, I I had forgotten to turn off the notifications on Instagram before I saw the episode, so I did see a couple of messages of like devastated travesty, and I was like. There's only Did one. Did you be went home? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh man, Mo Hart got eliminated. Shit. <laughs> and so, honestly, it was a kindness because I was I, then watching the episode. Oh. I was like, yeah, okay. I don't. I may not agree, but I. So I was prepared, which was helpful. But I think it was, it was less of like, oh no, Pangina, who I wanted to win, which is all true. It was how it played out, and not just the like, mm -hmm. oh, I can't believe she pulled her lipstick. It was the. Um, the guttural sobbing, <laughs> I think maybe was what it was. I think it was like the level of devastation, uh, how sad this was that I think made it feel like an exceptional elimination. Exceptional is the right word. There, many of our Marys also reached out about it, but the fact that they kept the crying in at the end when RuPaul is talking to the girls, I mean, 
it felt oh god it just felt it felt really uncomfortable right it almost felt like i don't know like a hunger game situation or like the end of like a squid game round where they you know they yeah. have to act happy well this was i mean i felt like throughout the entire deliber- deliberation although like the untucked stuff um in the clip of the week and then on stage and then all this moment all of this reminded me of, and, and here's a reference that's so relevant. All of this reminded me of this movie from the 20s called The Passion of Joan of Arc uh, with this actress Maria Falconetti. If you look it up, it is a movie of face journeys. It is just a woman acting for like an hour and a half, and it's incredible. But it's all about just the agony on her face throughout the entire oh, movie. God. And I just feel like Pangina was just Maria Falconetti through this entire third act of the of the episode up through the guttural sobbing. I mean, it was just, uh, it, it, it was like a mix of, it felt like raw footage, but it also felt like, well, you guys had a choice. Like this was also deliberate. You know what I mean? To, to include this. Yeah. There was a Mary that wrote it and kind of likened it to season three, Yara. Uh, we've had these tearful eliminations before. The, the big difference is that blue sent her home. It wasn't necessarily RuPaul. Yeah, it was Blue Paul. Yeah, and yeah, it was Blue Paul. The the nuance of the crying continuing while RuPaul's like, you know, and That's if you can't him. love yourself, yeah, it was like, okay, oh my god, they added that, that in though. Exactly, like they, they didn't have to add that in. That felt a little like, oh, I don't know if I, if it was like low or anything, but it felt like almost needless. Well, like too too much pathos. Right. And of course, seeing that and having seen that level of pathos on other episodes and with Candy Muse, with Roxy Andrews, I thought, oh, she's going to save her. Oh, you never let a queen like bleed on the sword this long without saving her. And then it was like, whoosh, never mind. Get that lipstick mirror message, you know, like it was. Oh, my God. I I think I'm still clinging to the idea that like for some reason, Rue's going to bring Pangina back next week. Oh, I just think the producers were waiting for this mouth-watering moment since they saw who Baga and Blue picked. And I'm just assuming that Baga picked Pangina as oh, well. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Uh, I, but I so, also don't... I mean... I don't think Baga ever planned to pull lipstick out of her bra titty, though. I mean... You know what I mean? I don't think she ever expected to win the lip sync. Oh, I see. Well, yeah. I don't... Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> I think even in the interview, Pangina was like, there was no way... That, like, no shade, but there's no way that Baga is beating blue in a lip sync. Mm-hmm. And I just love that realness. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it's yeah. the truth, girl. Yeah. 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 They... This this whole ending, well, first of all, I mean, there's a huge discussion to be had, uh, to revisit, I should say, about the All-Stars format, but I think we can break down this ending here just because it was very deliberate, and I, I don't know the story that they were telling. Were they kind of relishing, the, were the producers relishing the moment of sending a frontrunner home or, like, showing a frontrunner go home, or were they telling the story that the the drag race franchises out that that have not met RuPaul that have not you know gotten to be judged by RuPaul so not the UK down under or the US I feel like the story that they could be telling two weeks in a row now is that this means a lot to them whereas Baga Jujubee I don't want to say Mohart because I have so much respect for Mohart especially after this uh, episode it's just becoming very clear to me but that they're not taking it as seriously. It, there is kind of that sense. I mean, I think, 
you know, I, I, I've seen some people talk about this on Reddit. I think we've heard from some Marys about this, but like most of all, Pangina felt like it felt like the most important and not just because like, hey, maybe it'll get season three of Drag Race Thailand produced. But there was this like cultural thing. I mean, we've never seen a queen apologize to her country before. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, for for not going all the way. And and there is I mean, obviously, there is sort of a cultural significance and like, um, you know, a, a U.S. girl isn't, you know, Jasmine Kennedy might not apologize to New York when she eventually goes home. You know what I mean? And so I she should. Like, <laughs> no, no. I mean, maybe she should. I don't know. But uh, I <laughs> or at least to Alyssa Edwards. I saw her perform on Tuesday. She should not apologize. She's fabulous. I'm sure Go she ahead. is. Yeah, I'm just picking a queen with a location I could remember. But I think there's that, too, of, like, we've never seen it feel so important. And I guess I also just have Art Aria in my mind with the shame mask at home, you know? Oh, I know. I know. Well, and that and video, you, which we'll talk about. That's what's interesting with Jimbo and Lemon, too, though, because it was devastating when Lemon went home. And then... You know, it's just like Cheryl went home and it wasn't, it was like kind of like, yeah, <laughs> it was correct. Some eliminations then, are correct. Well, it wasn't correct because I think they felt like the other one should have gone home. Uh, was that Jujubee? Uh, oh, I don't, I mean, I don't remember. That was Jamie so many years ago, but it was, yeah, I, I felt like Cheryl's look felt like a look you go home in, you know? You no, know, this is, this is true. Um, but then Jimbo, I mean, Jimbo was very upset, Mary. Like, Jimbo was crying. It was a big deal to Jimbo. And as much as we want to, like, kiki about, like, oh, Jimbo is way beyond this competition, as is Pangina, it doesn't matter. You're still, you still feel a sense of pride for yourself, for your country, because you're meeting RuPaul. You're getting judged by it's RuPaul's show. There, I feel like that was a story that also could have been told with this edit. That's a kinder way to read what they were showing on the screen. I just don't know. They really dug into, oh, let's keep all of these sound bites of Pangina crying. And I, I don't think she should be embarrassed. I don't think that's what it is, it is at all. But there is, because of the fan hate, I can't help but feel like some were relishing it. Does that make sense? It, it makes sense. But I'll tell you what, like I, I and I don't, I don't, dig around on Reddit as much anymore, but you know, I did wanted to see kind of what the reactions were to this elimination. And there have been people, yes, who are like, well, karma's a bitch, Pangina, but I- Fuck off. Uh, but yeah, but there's, you know, everyone, there, there's garbage in every town, you know? And, but I feel like I, this was also- Not in my town, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, well, check your alleyways, mama. But I feel like the, not just the like, Quote, and I use this with big bunny ears because let's remember the world we live in. The outrage, not just that, but this was where I finally saw a lot of people say, okay, you know what? This All-Stars format isn't working anymore. And I think that's really interesting because people may have questioned the lipstick game before. This is the first time where I've seen people say, no, you know what? Like they slapped their thighs, their hands and went, well, I've had enough, you know? Yeah. I mean, were they like that? I can't remember. Were they like that with Naomi and Manila? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, here's the thing as well. is like that's a great example to bring up because Naomi sending home Manila is one of the only other times we've really seen a front runner, runner get sent home. There may have been surprising eliminations in All-Stars 2 in that it wasn't Roxy Andrews. But right. I think this kind of like Jimbo out, Pangina out – 
none of the I just, correct me if I'm wrong, throw this opinion in the trash if it's wrong. Uh, but I don't believe any of these other seasons with this format have had this much front runner, you know, execution happening. So I feel like we're feeling the game more this season, you know? Especially because, and this also is a point that I'll bring up later when we talk about the Snatch Game, but there's not that many queens. So the talent pool is going to be bigger. So each week is going to feel, even though it's early in the season, it was top nine. You know, like it, it, it was top six this week. So it's it, even though it was only the fourth episode, right? So I feel like, I don't know. There, there was the the stakes were so high so quickly that the fandom didn't get a chance to like be with their fave long enough. Yeah, I, though I mean I know what you mean. I I feel like it's there's so many ways in which this being a short season affects the journey. I felt very attached to. I mean, I guess as someone who's got to have time with their fave, I felt very attached from day one. You know, one of the things that I feel stood out, and maybe this ties back to this kind of six episode thing, is like. Looking at this as a season of television, looking this, at this an arc with climaxes, with peaks and valleys, and the way that they're showing Pangina's elimination and like the the goopery of it, knowing I think some Mary sent us this, and I saw this on Reddit as well. Uh, I guess it was at the Roscoe's viewing party that Blue and Mo talked about Jimbo's reaction to being yeah. eliminated, and like what we didn't see, like the level mm-hmm. of histrionics, the yelling, the crying, the screaming and the exit interview. And I think it's, I mean, so they had just as much juicy footage last week, if not more so that they didn't use. And personally, I think that was Jimbo being Andy Kaufman. I, I think it mattered. Oh, okay. I really do. Okay. I really think okay. that Jimbo is like really pulling the page, but um, not that I don't think this matters to him. I just think, that's part of the game he's playing, but or how he's coping with it. But I think there's that too of like they managed to edit in just the audio of Pangina sobbing in the back of the studio, but they gave Jimbo a much calmer exit. Is that just for like the pacing of this of the six episode season? Is this just like the climactic peak of episode four? Why do we see this level of devastation? You know? That's a great point. I feel like this is a kinder exit than an angry exit. As much as I would have loved to have seen the drag of Jimbo having a, a Norma Jean kind of moment, yeah. right? Uh, but I think that that would have done worse things for Jimbo. And the Drag Race producers kind of recognized that. Yeah. So they're like, let's not do that to Jimbo because we know how the reaction would be. It would be like, I don't know. I, I feel, or, or, you know, in whether it's against Jimbo or Pangina. To well, see think, how yeah. upset Jimbo is. You know what I mean? Well, and I think in contrast to that point, by not showing Jimbo having a meltdown, there is a, a a better kind of exit energy for Jimbo. And by showing Pangina this devastated, there's even more sympathy for Pangina because it's like not only was she the front runner, but like, oh gosh, this was so devastating. Like we haven't seen a cry, a queen cry like this since like Valentina sobbed into the curtains in season nine uh-huh. and it was her right. own doing, right. you know what I mean? Right. Like that so, was her own doing. Yeah. It was her own doing. Right. So I really yeah. think that like there is that lens of like, Oh, it's a little exploitative to show this much like, you know, raw emotion. There is that sense of like, did this amount to like a few more tips to Pangina's PayPal? I hope so. <laughs> oh, Mary. 
I hope so. It marries. If you have not tipped Pangina yet and you feel compelled to, please do. <laughs> PayPal.me slash Pangina Heels. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it, it was it was uh, such a dramatic moment. And so I just want to break down some of the little nuances that I feel like created even more pathos. But after she goes off stage, um, and she's she writes it in the mirror. She's giving that smiling through tears confessional and she has the word winner on her head yeah mary i know well that was you saw that video of art aria who was like i don't remember what she said but she was like oh you know here you are with a winner on your head well who's a winner now and it was this freeze frame of pangina crying with winner on her head and pangina reposted it saying this is love so it's all yeah but it's just it's so i mean I don't. I just. I don't know. I think again, having talked to Pangina about art and the relationship, I just feel like it fills in so many gaps. Like I'm like, oh, uh-huh. I, I can see how this is love, you know? Because oh, I no, think it, Art Ari is like this is. It's not actually important. You know what I mean? You didn't disappoint the whole country. It's a TV show. I'm As laughing RuPaul at you. As RuPaul said, and I think it's really important. And I and I think in the interview, Pangina like didn't even hear what she said, but she says, "Listen to me. You are and always will be." Hey, hey, you. Sorry. Uh-huh. Uh, that's Family Stone. You, you are and always will be a global phenomenon. Mary, that's yeah. RuPaul's job, I thought. Right? Right? Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> Might want to, you know, scoot that office chair over on the judges panel. Not for nothing. Uh, I love that the editors kept the length of Pangina needing a moment before she's like, okay, okay, uh-huh. okay, okay. Like they kept that. It was oh god the. To, I'm so happy that they did paint the gravity of the moment to the point where Blue, after Pangina walks off stage and is still crying, Blue's face looking back at Rue like oh fuck what did I just do what did you just do yeah there was so much story in that look uh, there is a face journey for Blue in this third act of the show that is so mm-hmm. interesting but especially yeah she pulls the lipstick and it just feels like she told a joke and didn't read the room and then it was like wow Blue you really made her cry yeah. nice right. going jeez right. you jerk and she was like oh oh god sorry oh I didn't know I didn't know that about her grandma you know like it was exactly it, it was all so... the Thai people that she disappointed yes. I didn't realize it was the entire country yeah. right I mean <laughs> finger of drag race when blue touches her lip nervously oh, I mean god. it was I mean it listen it's amazing television the series of reactions from the queens and the judges uh-huh. it's a mm-hmm. with pangina sobbing in the distance as a moment on a tv show regardless of the fact that my favorite is the one crying in the distance it's an incredible moment of reality tv but it was oh, also like it was there were a lot of shells you know what i mean it's like when you eat crab and i know you're veg- you're vegan or vegetarian excuse me so crab is not in your your menu but any kind of shellfish, there's that sense of like, oh, geez, you know, there, there's definitely like some meat in here, but it's a lot of shells you got to break through. Like how enjoyable is eating crab, you know? And I felt the same way. It's of about like, the journey, well, Mary, not the prize. All right, It is ahead. the journey, Sorry. but when you're like <laughs> sucking the, sh- the, the, the life out of a crab claw just to get a little chew string of meat, you really it's wonder disgusting. what journey you're going on, you know? Yeah, okay, great. Well, I love Sebastian and the Little Mermaid. I guess you didn't. No, I didn't. But I do love crack crap. <laughs> um, uh, I 
I appreciate because we have said before. Sorry, I'm interrupting myself. We have said before that some queens have gotten eliminated and like there wasn't enough gravitas. There wasn't enough care from production that this queen went home. And I appreciate that they at least recognized like, let's not cut any of this. Let's keep all of this. Let's show these reactions. This was a huge moment on set and we're going to, we're going to keep it in because this is probably top two or number one, like one of the most shocking eliminations outside of like Bendela Creme, who eliminated herself. Yeah. I think I mean, this is like one or two most shocking eliminations in all of the drag, drag race franchises. That would be a fun little Only Marys. I know that other people have done compilations of shocking eliminations, but maybe there's like ones that we don't we don't talk enough about these eliminations you know one of those things we need to be talking about you know madame laqueer more you know um so i uh yeah i mean i think just to add to that i obviously they have to do the you know now let the music play there is no dancing there is just a big nope. group hug and they didn't show it, but I, we saw just the, the Queens kind of exiting, but I feel like they just turned their backs on that judges panel and walked out. We're done. Come on, blue. You shouldn't have been put in this position. You know what I mean? Like it just right. felt like this moment of like only Janie looked back. It was so yeah, like, right. I loved it. <laughs> Cause Janie knew she should have gone home. Ex- well, okay. <laughs> well, if we're going to pour the tea now, Let's, because listen, I get it. I think if we were playing by by rules, you know, where there's safe and there's two bottom queens, I could understand Pangina and Janie being in the bottom. I think there was a based lot on the edit. Sure. Based on the edit, yeah. there was a lot about. I have notes of things I loved about Pangina's Mariah, but based on what I saw, Same. it's like okay, I understand. But track record, but overall, like even between the two of them, who was better? I mean, like. You know, I, it just it basically it, it would come down to at that point between the two of them. Are you choosing on track record? Or are you choosing to get the you know biggest competition out? So it could have still happened, but um, I mean, I, and, uh, not for nothing. Track record's interesting because Janie's only been in the bottom once. Uh, so you know what I mean, like only once. Yeah, the it's between episode. the two of them, track record. But then you look at all right. these other queens who are just you know hanging out in the safe zone. You know, it's mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. That's the other thing about this. You know, cool. You got these front runners out. But now it does feel like, oh, all right. So I guess what I wanted to order isn't available anymore. I guess I'll just check what else is on the menu and see if I like anything else. There's a little bit of that feeling. Like I was so excited for the pretzel bread sandwich. We're at a pretzel bread. You like rye? Uh, I guess so. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, you know, I was t- I was texting with my friend Zach or I was DMing with him, I don't know, um, about this elimination. He's just like, ugh, I'm so mad about it. I'm like, yeah, but was there ever any doubt that RuPaul wanted to record a song with anybody other than Jujube, Baga, or Monique? Oh, I hadn't even thought of that if like RuPaul had a preference of who she'd want to record a song with. I mean, I would love it if she recorded with Pangina, but what's going to sell the most, Mary? 
I don't know. I mean, I, then it asks the These question: are capitalists. Of like, would that, but but would that open up the you know a Thai market? People buy music over there. Um, I don't know. Oh no, I, there's no question. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Wouldn't right? it be great if two hosts recorded a fucking song together? Yeah, RuPaul, wake up and smell the coffee. Right, but uh, bridge the but, fucking gap, but, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could have easily been like Pangina. Actually, this week you have immunity. Uh, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like they yeah. could have, they could have pulled anything. It's all stars, right. but you know they're lucky as we sevens. remember from All Stars yeah. Six. As we oh, lucky sevens, yeah, right, Mary. Oh my God, yeah, you picked the the Jack of Spades, yeah, um, or it would be the Queen of Hearts, wouldn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I last season we remember like uh, All Stars rules, of which there are many. Uh-huh. And we learned that actually there are a lot of rules that they that everybody needs to be aware of. So maybe I'm reaching for the stars here of like, oh, yeah, they can't just change the rule and be like, actually, Pangina, sorry. Uh, you know, you, you get another shot or you get immunity. You know, they can't just do that. Six has, episode season. Has Rue ever saved a queen on All Stars other than like bringing them back to compete again? Has she ever been like, you know... Uh, I want you to stay. I'm trying to remember if that happened, but I... No, 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 no. It's always been like uh, All-Stars 4, they lip-synced their way back in. Yeah, there's always a game to bring them back in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, that happened on All-Stars 3, didn't... Wasn't that when Trixie the, came back? That was the Kitty Girls. Uh, All-Stars 3, Trixie never left. That was... Uh, oh, it wasn't Trixie. It was uh, Morgan? No. Yeah, 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 because yeah, yeah. that was when Ben went home. Or sent himself home right. and brought Morgan yes. back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, well, uh, all that being said, do you want to, you know, rewind and go back to the top of the episode and talk about how we got to this moment? I would love to rewind. And before we do, I I love Pangina. I think it's it's probably best to move the anger into just feeling grateful for Pangina and that more people know who she is and are sad to see her go. Like that happened. So as much as we hate the show for doing this and the format, because that's something that I think we need to discuss this format. Um, we, we, more people got to know Pangina and I'm just grateful for that. Well, all right, Mary, uh, I feel mm. the same way. Um, well, scooting us back to the top of the episode, a detail that I did not really appreciate when she was writing the mirror message, but I appreciated more once Pangina was reading it, was that Jimbo, the ultimate clown, wrote the mirror message knowing, oh yeah, the queen reads it at the beginning of the next episode. It's not me saying this, it's Pangina having to say it. That may have been uh-huh. obvious to everybody else, but I just thought, what a great last laugh from Jimbo. Except Jimbo. Yeah. Except, right. Yeah. I just, I, it, I yeah. hadn't put that together that Jimbo wasn't writing a mirror message from Jimbo. Mirror mess. He was writing a mirror message for Pangina to read out loud. Yeah. I mean, it sort of didn't make sense for the first sentence, but the PS did. Does that make sense? Well, it's I'm Pangina and I'm a stupid idiot, right? Oh, I am Pangina. I yeah. forgot that it was I am. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause right. then Blue is like, oh, could you read it one more time? And then and Pangina without missing a beat. My name is Blue and I'm a stupid idiot, which was <laughs> such perfect, like, camp counselor humor. I see. My name is Pangina. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. It is camp counselor humor. Yeah. Um, and, okay. I was, I was only remembering the PS except Jimbo in the voice of Pangina. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So that I didn't figure it out until this time. I was like, oh. 
Jimbo, how clever, how breaking the game of you to use the device of the mirror message to not be a message from you, but a script for Pangina to read. What did you make of the storyline that never got came to fruition of Baga being one of the newest Avengers? Well, you know, that thing of like, oh, you know, uh, she took my Pangina or my Jimbo away. I felt like Baga was just being Annie Wilkes for Jimbo. I felt like we were just getting a hint of what we were going to see in Snatch Game. I wonder if she was being a producer's contestant. She's like, okay, I'll say that. Yeah, what do you? Oh, yeah, okay. It's time for Jimbo's revenge. I'm gonna win this for Jimbo. I part of me felt like Baga was like, okay, I'll, sure. I'll do that. Yeah. Well, it was so much setup of like Baga saying, "Oh, you know, you took away my Jimbo, and I'm gonna win this for Jimbo." And I don't believe Pangina. I don't believe her at all. And then it's all like, and then there she is with her with her ass hanging out during the lip sync, trying to pull her shit together. It was like. Well, none of this really fucking mattered, did it? You know what I mean? Like, you weren't going to fucking do nothing with this information. Yeah, it was it was a gag at a storyline. But I just feel like the stakes that they were setting up as editors showing us this, you know, it, it didn't really matter. It, I wasn't like, oh, my God, Bag is going to win this. I never thought Bag. I, I know that sounds so shady, but like I never thought Bag was going to win that lip sync. So there was actually no suspense. Right. I mean, I did kind of expect her to do well, if not win Snatch Game. But yeah, no matter who she went up against in the top two, it was like, no, please. If it was me, I, you know, she still wouldn't win. So, uh, yep, yeah. We uh, just, in, you know, we have those moments, those kind of like parallel moments on Drag Race, and so um, there is kind of a. Uh, unfortunate act one gun of Pangina saying, I'm not going home. And I thought, well, you could edit that in with Ben from season six going, I'm not going home. And maybe there's other queens. I'm not going home. I'm doing the finger while I say it. I'm not going home. Yes. Uh, That's happened. That's like a, that's one of those phrases that you can find every season. Like, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm a fierce queen or I didn't come here to make friends. This isn't RuPaul's best friends phrase, right? I'm not here to make friends. I'm not going home. Yeah. And it's always like in the act one to the build up to the credits, the bump, 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 and then ignition. Yes. (laughs) So, uh, you know, uh, as RuPaul explains, as queer people, we get to choose our families. So this week we're playing Snatch Game. What did you think of this new format? This family edition, family feud style, I think it allowed RuPaul, it gave RuPaul something to say when a queen bombs. I noticed that. I noticed that it was, oh, let's just bounce back to Michelle. Oh, I'm just going to bounce back to K.E. Price. Um, to Poise. I... I'm going, I, I, that's how I felt it was. I don't think it was, um, I think it was better than Snatch Game of Love in a way. And I like when they change things up. Yeah. yeah. You know, I feel like that device, we saw that used on Drag Race Italia, where it was like they had that kind of like special guest. Uh-huh. I yep. I really, I think if Rue has more places to volley off of, I think it helps fix an inherent problem with every single episode of Snatch Game on every single season of Drag Race is that some of these performances aren't funny and they bomb. And so it's just like volleyball. You you ding the ball over the net and it just goes right, you know, it's out. It's over the line, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or it just lands yeah. at somebody's feet and they miss it completely. So what's Rue going to do then? He needs someone on his team to turn to and go, oh, 
Look at that boner, Wait. you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, Michelle, you could consider that answer. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it just gave her a line um, as filler to to move on, a transitional line. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, you know, I didn't I didn't hate it. I have. I mean, do you want to talk about that or should we talk about the go Oh, yeah. I think we, I was just saying, you know, because she introduces this format here, uh, this yeah. family format. Yeah. And I guess the other question is they kind of make a thing about you know, which family you pick because Pangina, you know, Jamie's like, oh, she picked really strong people on her on her team. I didn't feel like it actually made a difference who you no. picked on your team. I, I don't no, feel like the interactions really, it didn't do anything. Yeah. They, they I, I really don't think it did anything. There wasn't much interaction between the contestants on each team. I think uh, Mariah and Baga did it really well together. They did. And yeah. that was it. Yeah, and I think Juju Share had a couple moments, but we'll talk about that. Yeah, I the the Russies for me, uh, I love Juju B, and she's like, I'm still here. There's this kind of understanding between Ru, Juju B and RuPaul of kind of like, yeah, I'm still here, Ru. Yeah, wasn't I, that also like her? Like, got it. Her tagline or some like. It was something just like I'm Juju B and I'm still here. Was that her book from season two, or season three? No, season two. Do you I have no idea? She said this before. Yeah, I'm Juju B and I'm still here. So Mary's listening. Where is this? I also loved in this interaction RuPaul just laughing at how bad Juju B share is, and like the way I laugh at how bad your share is. I have to say, it felt like a psychic hit. It also felt like an incredible level of validation. They start, they, you know, there's Jujubee's go season. I was like, oh my God. Yes, you can do a bad share. What's wrong with mm-hmm. a bad share? Hey, what's Funny. wrong with the bitch? <laughs> I love it. Most people I, have a bad share. Most yeah. people have a really bad share. And I just think this is what you do. Don't do a good share. Do a fucking bad share. And I... I just have to say this up front. I try to hold my BSA of the week till the end of the episode, but my BSA of the week is Jujubee's share because I, because it is. But here's the thing. Here's the here's the, the doughy crust of this pizza queen. RuPaul and the Ghosties brings up the question of like, where is Juju? Where's that Juju that we love? And I think it's weird that RuPaul is bringing up the question, but is never really forcing Jujubee to answer it. <laughs> You know, it's like, why don't you ever just hold her feet to the fire a little bit and go, where are you? You know, it's just Jujubee's like, I know. Yeah. Hey, I'm sure. You know, I mean, like, <laughs> I, I just, you know, I, I would hear like from me. Jujubee is like, oh, God, another snatch. Game. All right, I'll do share. I'll just do share. That's an easy one. I, and, and not in a bad way. I don't mean to sound like I'm disparaging Jujubee at all. And I know that she's probably getting a lot of flack from casual viewers or non-Jujubee stands online. But I'm just kind of like, there's no prize money. She was probably contractually obligated to be here. And why would, why would she spend a lot of money? And also, like... I don't know. I felt like Jujubee was having a lot of fun doing this share. And I had a lot of fun watching it. It felt like, Mary, if you'll indulge me, it just felt like Jujubee was being silly. It felt like she showed up to a party and decided to dress as Cher and was having just like fun with her friends. She's like, I'm just going to be Cher tonight. 
Yeah, you could look at it through the lens of like, what a fucking cop out. She's she's barely doing share and she's making a thing out of it. And I was like, yes, she is. Yes, she is. And you wish you could because it, it's right. exactly it doesn't she, matter. Doesn't matter. I think the biggest takeaway I had from the snatch game was like, you don't really have to look like the person. You don't even have to sound like the person. You just got to make RuPaul laugh. That's it. Yep. You know, like the yep. queens who looked the most like the people they were playing made RuPaul laugh the least. It doesn't really matter. It, she didn't look anything like Cher. She didn't sound anything like Cher, but she had a punchline. She could tell RuPaul what Cher was short for. You know, I mean, oh it was... Oh, my God. Brilliant. Brilliant. I mean, on your feet thinking jokes. Like, yeah. It was, uh, yeah. It didn't matter. It didn't it matter. really didn't. It really... No. And she wasn't going to win, and I don't think Jujube wanted to win. Yeah, I, I don't... I don't know. I would love maybe when this whole season's over, maybe we got to just reach out to Juju Beam. Like, can we talk about UK versus the world? What can you talk about? What were you yeah. doing? You know? Yeah. Because, like, yeah, why? I, she she wasn't like, I'm going to win with this share. I'm sorry. I love you, Juju B. I know you're not listening, but let's say she is. I fucking love you. Pizza Queen, I think you won my bracket, but she. Did not choose this character to win. There's no way. It's so I I love. It's such like a. She she's punking the show. She's punking RuPaul. She's like, I dare you to question this because you fucking love it. You know, you love share because you I know love you it. love share and you love yeah. what I'm doing right now. You yeah. I'm so good at this that I can. You do loved a, my Eartha kit and you're gonna love my share. Yeah, I can do a bad share. <laughs> I could be fucking share, bitch, and you're gonna laugh every time. And I. I just loved it. I just, I, I know I've, I take a drink every time I say it, but like, I just love the way that Jujube is recognizing this is a six episode season with no cash prize. Mm. It, it really smart. It's interesting because in contrast, the other U.S. queen still in the competition, the only other U.S. queen in, still left and in the competition, Mo Hart, Mo Money Mo Hart, she is taking this very seriously. I think she really wanted to like, bounce back because she's had two kind of questionable snatch games and this was a blind side it felt like i don't believe that mohart knew this at all that this was coming at all that rupaul was gonna be like no do billy porter can you believe that when has that happened that's happened a bunch of times that's another listicle right like the times that rupaul told a queen exactly who they should do yeah, the only example I can think of is, and this felt very staged, was All Stars 3 with Shangela. And she's like, well, I'm considering doing Miss Cleo, but then she does like a bad Irish accent instead of Miss mm. Cleo's accent. And Rue's right. like, well, what else have you got? And then Shangela's like, I mean, you know, like I've got Jennifer Lewis, you know, and then she does an amazing Jennifer Lewis yeah. impression. And it's like, you yeah. should do that, you know? Yeah, we've heard of that where they've, They've like pretended to be something else for TV. And meanwhile, they were always going to do this person. Right. Same, but I think with Mo Hart this time, like, I think she was ready to do Gordon Ramsay. Well, and thank God she didn't because that would have bombed. I mean, maybe oh it would have saved Pangina. I don't know. But um, I, it was a terrible idea. Like, I just I can't see it working. I just as someone who is very good at being bad at being British, I can tell you this was not good oh yeah i right right although yeah no i have no although 
Yep. Yeah. Not good. Uh, um, let's do. Let's let's jump into Snatch Game, Mary. I think that's where. We, and if if there's anything left with the the ghosties, we can go there. But uh, I'm ready to talk about this competition. Yeah, I just want to give a na- a mention to the chicken nuggets that were dropped. I love that Monique Mo, Mo is still naming the chicken nuggets. Um, yes, Mo Nugget Heart. Mo Nuggets. She's got Mo Nuggets, and does she have Mo <laughs> dipping sauces? I don't know. There's always room for Jello. Everybody likes puppets, and we could all use a little therapy. And while they can't help you with the Jello or the puppets, our sponsor this week, BetterHelp, can definitely help you find a therapist. Just like Jello, therapy is one of the best forms of self-care you can give yourself. But unlike puppets, a therapist isn't just a sock with googly eyes glued to it. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. Whichever option works for you, it's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. BetterHelp was actually my first experience doing online therapy, and I definitely didn't miss the commute or sitting in the waiting room trying to avoid eye contact with other people. To say nothing of the inevitable basket of dirty old magazines. With BetterHelp, I sat down at our scheduled time, switched on my camera, and bada bing, bada boom, my session started within minutes. 10 out of 10, would do it again. So give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. And because this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, Marys get 10% off their first month by going to betterhelp.com slash allrightmary. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash allrightmary. All right, Mary. Overall, I'm, I'm going to get read for filth for this because it's like, Johnny, stop being so positive. None of these performances were bad. I think they were all... And I mean all, including, it, it's weird to say, but including Bagas. I think they were all pretty like safe zone performances for a regular full season of Snatch Game. But there's only six left. And it, it, it was just, the, the ante was up. So none of them were bad. I thought, th- I was very, I didn't think any of them really bombed. Maybe Janie sort of did. But she st- at least looked like James Charles. It was the most boring, if anything. But I don't think it was that bad. I I thought they were all really kind of, it was enjoyable. It was a mediocre, safe performance. And my favorite one by far was Bag of Chips. I mean, Bag of, I, I will say, you know, credit where credit is due. She was, yeah, probably in another season would be like a safe high, a high safe, whatever. But first of all, the extent to which they've extended the copyright restrictions for these characters, given the number of performances or characters that queens couldn't play in the past, suddenly we have like Austin Powers and Annie Wilkes. You're not gonna, they're not Mike Myers and Kathy Bates, my butt cheeks. You know what I mean? That's not true. But that's fine because I gotta say, while she was just kind of doing Annie Wilkes lines, there was a weird resemblance oh. to Kathy Bates that yeah. there were these micro moments. I was like, that is exactly oh. correct. This is studied. This Mary, is studied. Mary, let's talk about Baga. Let's just do it. Because yeah. when she said, how you tease me so, and she does that, she looks up and she clutches the book. I was like, oh, you st- 
studied this. Yeah. And it's so clever that it's RuPaul, Paul. Like, it was so smart to then say, oh, but I'm a biggest fan of yours. Because RuPaul's going to love that shit. And to be able to have a gag to go back to with the book, I just finished the rest of RuPaul, a rest of Guru. I just read the rest of Guru. I mean... It was, I, I think the moment that ruined me was, was one of my favorites. Hey, Paul, catch this. I mean, <laughs> that was genius. Because you know what it is? Ah, that was studied too. She yeah. looked exactly like her in that moment. It's not just that Baga got the big, you know, hysterical moments of, you know, that cock duty whatever. Like, it's not just that right. she, got, she those. got those. She got the, the, the low notes as well is what makes Kathy Bates' mm-hmm. performance so impressive and why she won the Oscar is not for the like bashing the ankle scene. It's for all of those quiet moments where you're like, oh God, when's she going to snap? Oh, she's so in love with him. Maybe she'll be nice. You know, like it was the unpredictability of that performance that I have to say Baga really captured. Mary, I was DMing again with my friend Zach and that was like one of the complaints that he had about the performance he's like there was no mention of the hammer you're absolutely right she she didn't need a hammer there's other places to go that i think are more impressive granted it would have been very draggy to be like very over the top with like you know having having that what is it a mallet out sledgehammer um, i think a sledgehammer that's what it is um but mary the the have you all got amnesia? Like th- to to weave those quotes in so seamlessly, I think yeah. was also like a masterclass, as RuPaul says later, a masterclass in snatch game. She wasn't doing the Alyssa Edwards. It wasn't because you that. could liken it to that. You could she, oh, she's just doing the quotes in the movie. No, no, this was like with RuPaul, with Katie Price, like all of it. So it, it smart. Was, yeah. And the parts that she did take from the movie, like the whole thing about having to rewrite the book, you can keep the part where uh, you, you, you know, name the gravedigger after Lady Bunny. She managed to, brilliant. like, it was so smart. And I Mary. honestly, I loved it. It was just so fucking smart. Oh my God. I can't stop queening out about it. I know that, Mr. Man. And then when she did the snorting and the oinking. Yes. I mean, that was insane that she she was able to get all of that in there. Got those shoulders uh. into it when she was doing it. Just, hung, 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 hung. It was just really, really good. Oh, and it was, it was and more than I was expecting her to give, to be honest, maybe just from this season. I thought, oh, she's going to show up and just say funny things as bag of chips. Mm-hmm. She'll probably do the much better arm, you know. And This was an actress. Like This, this was, was a, when I was like, oh, she's an actress. She's yeah. – this is – this is more, and you know, I've been shitting on Baga, Baga shit all season because it's kind of like Jesus Christ, like bring it to the ball, Mary. But this was, it was like she was waiting for this moment because yeah. this is so good. This was, and th- that's the other thing about picking Annie Wilkes. That's her name, right, Annie Wilkes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the thing about picking this character that I think is also it's similar to like a Jinx Monsoon picking um, Blanky. A little Lee. Edie. What's what's a little Edie? Not that little. Um, she's not that little. Um, it's educational. Not that many kids have seen this movie. It is. I I feel it is a. If we don't make these references, we lose these references. Correct. And I I want Annie Wilkes to be considered a diva. Yeah, VH1 Divas Live. Annie Wilkes. You know. 
um, Charlize Theron oh, in Monster. Paul. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's the. That's, sit on my face. Yeah. Oh, sit on my face. Yeah. Yeah. These are the divas I want to see celebrated, you know? And, Paul. <laughs> oh, Paul. Catch this. <laughs> and, you know, to your point, she was waiting for Snatch Game. She literally says in, like, the second episode, oh, can it be Snatch Game? It, everyone was waiting for Snatch Game. You know, Baga, the producers, RuPaul, us. That The whole reason she's on this show was to do this Snatch Game. Whatever happens yes. from here, who cares, you know? Yes, yes. And, you know, let's go to the other Snatch Game frontrunner who we thought was going to be the frontrunner was Jujube. And we kind of already talked about the share, but she had jokes. My real name is Cher Cutery. I mean, it didn't matter that her accent was bad. That was funny. That was part of the funniness. It was like it was in the delivery of like, it's it's just a short version. Like it was, Oh, I love that. Or the opening when she's doing the lips and she's like, yeah, I don't even do it. I don't do, I don't it. do it. Yeah, I just I, didn't, I, I don't do it. I don't do it. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't do it. I just it was so. <laughs> Dumb, and it was layered. Even though Ru like Jujubee could be showing up just like, you know, doing a half-assed thing, it was also like really layered. You're doing like someone doing an impression of an impression of a bad share mm. impression. It's so good. Like you could see Jujubee in there the whole time trying to control the the share robot and not always <laughs> succeeding. It was great. Uh so here's my problem. I know Blue did very well because everybody told me that Blue did really well. I don't find Austin Powers. Oh, I'm going to get canceled for this. I don't find Austin Powers funny. I don't like those movies. I know I'm supposed to, but I never found them humorous. And like, I don't really like the characters. I think Mike Myers is very funny and he's very good at what he does. I can obviously just acknowledge that. But I never got into Austin Powers. So... Whenever Blue was on screen, I was like, oh, okay, great. Mm -hmm. This will come as a surprise to no one, but I agree with you. Austin Powers isn't really like my my gig. Putting okay. your fin you're putting your pinky to your lip and going one million dollars is like, ugh, like, is there something else from the early 2000s we could bring up? You know, is the Taco Bell dog still alive? But I, the way I tried to appreciate this was like, Blue was kind of doing this like, this 15-year-old doing Austin Powers. Blue kind of looked like a 15-year-old in Austin Powers' drag. I was, I was like, almost like, wait, is she going to do Macaulay Culkin? Right? Like, I was. I went to Scarlet Harlot, you know? And I know that's unfair, but, like, it was a young version of it. Yeah, you're right. right. And so that kind of made it interesting because it was similar to Juju Cher, where it was like, I mean, she even says, I'm not the real Mike Myers, baby. Like, there was a similar, uh -huh. like, I'm not trying. I'm just here to tell jokes in a costume. Right. You yeah. know, and, yeah. and it was I, smart. it was smart though. I mean, yeah, I agree with you. I think the, I think the switch to Dr. Evil was smart to give her new places to go, but uh, Dr. Evil himself, I don't, eh, it's just, it's just not for me. It's just not for me. And a lot of things are not for me. So, um, and that's okay. That's okay. I, okay. So here's the thing. I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. I am now drum roll, please rooting for Mo Hart to win the season. And when you say letting the cat out of the bag, do you mean the cat purse that Panchina gave Juju? Put that in the time capsule? That's my BSA of the week. So I'm really surprised that you actually picked Juju B's share as the BSA because it actually is the cat purse. Well, the cat um, purse, purr, I mean, purr, purr. the close-up of the cat purse, I mean, yes! that's what I want printed on a sheet cake so that I can rub my face in it. Yeah. Put that on a tote bag immediately. Absolutely. Um, 
<laughs> meow meow bitches. Yeah. Um I I am now rooting for Mohart to win. Not because her Billy Porter was great, but the fact that she turned this shit around and did Billy Porter. It was really good. I mean, it was kind of crazy that Mo did not consider this given that she's giving us Billy Porter constantly. You know what I mean? It's like Consistently. it's yeah. literally right in front of your face. It's also on your head and also from the neck down. You're giving us Billy Porter, sweetheart. So it was it was a good fit. And I also think that it was she didn't have to give me too many Billy Porter inflections. She just had to be that energy. Well, the accurate impersonations was like Baga and I, you know, Pangina was going for it, and mm-hmm. uh, what's her face, Janie, Janie, um, yeah. But Janie just needed to sit there, and that would be that would have been the impression. What I think Mo Mo could have done really well and won this if, like, she added on what we've always said about snatch game characters, like add on the oh, and Alicia Keys is a lesbian and yes. pregnant, right? Yeah. So Billy Porter just needed to be a pig and hit on RuPaul. You know, mm-hmm. something you just have to put another hat on that hat uh-huh. and then a hat on top of that because there's a lot of hats on Billy. I, I agree. I think it was good, but Mo is an interesting one this season. I I feel like in some ways it's like I forget about her sometimes. And then it's like, oh, yeah, you're still here. And it's not that you're bad or forgettable. You're just not you just keep landing in the middle every week. Like there's just this sense of like. What are we doing here, you know? If the runways counted more, I think we'd remember Mo Hart. If you go back to the past four episodes, three episodes, her run she is bringing it to the runway. Like, she came prepared. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that she's not getting any points for that because Pangina has been killing it as well, you know, and Jimbo, right? And so it's kind of like there was Jimbo runways and Pangina runways. Now that those are gone, it's like... Well, the runway that I'm going to be the most excited about is Mohart. Yeah, I was kind of distracted by the fact that Pangina and Jimbo's runways were so much more elevated that it was like, yeah, Mo, you look great, but like she's wearing a slot machine. You know, what do you want me to do? You know, I mean, granted, Mo put on a production this week as well, but oh my god, like bring it to the ball. I I, I had one critique about it, which doesn't even matter. Ugh. So good. So good. You could see um, the power cord. You could see the button. <laughs> no, that's not what it was. Um, I didn't notice that. Uh, who did we not talk about? Janie. We didn't talk about, and we didn't talk about Pangina. Pangina yeah. looked like Mariah. I think she had jokes. They edited one to make it look like it didn't land. Whereas Janie, I think they didn't need to edit anything. None of her jokes landed. I agree. I think when, when Pangina did that exasperated face, that Mariah face at the very beginning, I was like, Oh my God, that is so good. <laughs> Just call it now. That is so good, you guys. So good. And I, I am a huge Pangina apologist. And I understand that it, it didn't land the same way that Annie Wilkes did. I see that. And, I, and she even said, yeah, I, you know, I didn't do my best this week. But like the nuances, the kissing every card, the like. Oh, I know. You know, I know. finding a, an appropriate place to use. I don't know her. Uh-huh. Uh, Talk about studied. Yeah. Like this was actually like. Oh, God, I'm probably going to get red for this, too. But this was actually, like, a great Snatch Game performance. It reminds me of Tatiana's Britney. Yeah. It wasn't, like, laugh-out-loud amazing jokes funny, but there were. it was funny in the sense that she was Mariah at Snatch Game. 
I think, and I also think it's a very, it's a tricky choice for Snatch Game because as she said, it's all kind of in the subtleties. It's all kind of in the, like the, the kind of passive aggressive or undertone kind of moments. And that's hard on Snatch Game, especially when you've got bag of chips next to you, you know, just blowing kisses you down. and, and yeah, honking. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I think it was a tricky choice. Um, but you can't say that the impression wasn't there. And if it wasn't a matter of like this format, if it was just like here, improv a scene as Mariah, I think it'd be a very different situation. Oh my God. I'm so, so disappointed that Pangina went home. (laughs) Well, I did love the non family friendly answer. Who who wins people without children? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, really, we're continuing the narrative across the two concurrent seasons about being family friendly. It's it's lovely. Uh, they're the luckiest people in the world. Yeah. <laughs> RuPaul's like, keep that in there. Yeah. If that's not in there, I'm not doing season fifteen. Ugh. Oh God. Um. You know, speaking of um family friendly cancel culture, there was a. I don't know if it was like a totally open conversation. I kind of I I could listen to drag queens talk about cancel culture for hours, honestly. Um I feel like the points that Monique was making at the end kind of were shoehorned in a little too late. Um but I I, I don't know. I feel like it's a it's a nuanced discussion that we could bring to nuance. Yeah, I, you know, my takeaway from this was, you know, because I saw there was like one thread on Reddit of people who were like, oh, this was like really cringy until Mo jumped in. And I think that if you're looking for woke points on Twitter, that's a really great thing to say. But <laughs> totally, I think that Mo made great points, obviously. But I don't think this was about who was right in the room. No, I think no, this no, was no, just no, six no. different points of view on cancel culture. And culturally, there's even differences. I feel like Janie has a different perspective on who or what is offensive than, say, Mo Hartwood. And it's interesting to hear different points of view on this experience. You know, I mean, like... That's yeah. valuable versus this is the correct answer. I don't really need that. And, and yeah, that's the thing. I feel like there were two conversations that were had and it wasn't like Monique was saying or Mohart was saying that the, the, the that Janie and all them were wrong. She was bringing another conversation in of like, hey, actually, yeah, and it was almost like an and, not a but, but an and. Some things aren't funny. Comedians have been joking about certain things that actually it's like it's been the easy joke to go to, but it's over now. And I think that that was kind of her point. It wasn't like she was negating what anybody else was saying. It wasn't that like Janie was like, I really want to make black jokes. I don't think that's what she was saying. No, I don't either. I don't think that Monique was putting anyone in their place. I think no, that, and I feel like on Reddit, that's what they're kind of trying to flex. Yeah, yeah. I I think that everyone was making different points i think that you know and even juju you know was saying like it's a drag show it's not that serious like this isn't life or death that's another perspective we've we've navigated like some you know well this could be really impactful and this reaches a big audience and then there's also and it's just a tv show relax like all of these statements are true at the same time i i think that um Baga brings an interesting point of view. I feel like if I did some digging, she's probably the most quote unquote problematic of the six in terms of maybe some things she's said or done. But she she brings up an interesting point of like, I'm not going to talk about experiences I haven't had. And I think mm. there is 
that's an interesting narrative as well of like, if it's an experience you've had, if you are overweight, does that mean like fat jokes are fair game and people can't really come for you? I kind of think so long as you're poking fun at yourself, people really can't, they can't come between you and yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like the, the problem with this quote unquote cancel culture is that it doesn't allow people to be sorry be wrong and make a mistake and then move on the even if they do apologize and then try to move on for a a young budding drag queen or a young comedian or something like it literally could be the end of your career um depending on you know how viral it goes where it goes obviously i don't think we're talking and i think they even mentioned in the show like we're not talking about like racists that are getting canceled you know what i mean yeah this is Somebody that made a mistake and it's like uh, cancel culture doesn't allow you to apologize. It doesn't allow you to grow. It doesn't allow you to to learn. And I think that's different than bigots. Yeah, that's that's kind of painting, I think, with too broad of a brush. It's like it's it's the same way that the Internet is great in the way that it connects us with like minded people. The Internet also connects us with garbage people. And so you Uh can't just say the Internet's terrible or great. It's got nuances. And I think it's the same way with this of like in some cases it's really, you know, and say, you know, me too or whatnot. It's really bringing to light something that's been going on for decades and kind of bringing some accountability finally. But if you made a dumb joke 12 years ago on Twitter and now your you know TV show should get canceled for it. That's maybe a little different. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Janie said, like, it's hard to speak out on matters because you're so worried about or maybe Blue said this. You're so worried about what you're going to uh, what people are going to say. Um, and so and then you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. It's like, why are you staying silent about this? Mm-hmm. There, there was one point that I I think I mean, we could bring it to nuance. You tell me. I think it's OK. We could tell our Marys right now that we're going to talk about it on Sunday. But it was interesting. Blue said, there's a lot of matters that we have to speak out about because it's our job. We're the epicenter of the community. And I feel like that is something to be discussed. Yeah, I'm happy to take it to nuance. And I guess just like a deep tease. I don't know if I agree with that statement. 110%. I don't agree with that statement uh, 110% either. I yeah. think, and I'll just, I'll say one sentence. Some drag queens are activists and some are not. Yeah. Yeah. Some are diamonds, some are not, you know? Yeah. Uh, sometimes activism comes from just existing, you know? Anyway. Yeah. And sometimes you're just lip syncing to, to a Beyonce mega mix, you know, and making some coins. Mary, I, okay. This is what we'll call nuance on Sunday. Does lip syncing to Lady Gaga make you an activist? I don't know, right? Yeah. Um, depends on the song, maybe? Depends on the album, right? Yeah. Uh, the Monsters. <laughs> Not Art were, Pop. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I um, haven't listened to Art Pop, so don't come for me, You Mary. know, you, you keep worrying about getting dragged and canceled. You might just have just stepped in the bear trap there, girl. Oh, I know. If you say anything about Lady Gaga or, like, you know anything about Lady Gaga, for sure. I don't know enough about Art Pop to make that statement, Mary's. Yeah, we're just <laughs> making a joke. It's not that serious. Um, uh, I want to end. Oh, I, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I, I think maybe, you know, and this is, I think, Bag is really just kind of saying that in a different way of like, just as a, a capper. And I think this is a good perspective of 
we're in the middle of a global pandemic and you're freaking out about a joke, freaking out about a joke told by a man in a dress. You're moaning. You're moaning. Yeah. Fuck off. I mean, I think that doesn't excuse everything, but sometimes it's helpful to just remember, am I moaning on about a joke told by a man in a dress right now? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like what else could I be doing with this energy? Yeah. I just, I could be like, fuck bag and then be done with it. You know? Yeah. I could be like, I've got Um, 85 cents in my pocket. Am I getting the bag of chips or am I going to get the Kit Kat? You know, it's like, it's like how, how high is your distress level? Like, Mm -hmm. are you able to deal with like that type of distress? Like if that's going to make you melt down, you have a lot of other problems coming your way. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, go touch some grass, girl. Touch some grass. Yeah. I think the nuance of this conversation is that it, 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 there are levels, right? There are limits and there are levels. And I don't think any of these queens, any of them, including Baga, are talking about the really bad stuff. No. No, I think that's always yeah. kind of the understood is that nobody's asking for the permission to, you know, use the n-word freely in a parody song yeah i don't think anyone's right, asking for that right right uh and a, a lady yeah a different <laughs> n-word nuance a nuance uh, careful there a nuance that i noticed with this judging panel this week uh as rue says it's ladies night no graham or alan i uh mm. i wonder i feel like this was the super spexies alan super spexy i can't even say his name the super spexy alan cars week this week and i uh i don't know what happened his week because it was Snatch Game? I just feel like he and Graham alternate on these seasons. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, just a note. But yes, luck be a lady. Luck be a lady. I uh, Pangina's was so camp, Mary. The coin's coming out of her cunt. I just Jesus was like, this Christ. is so brilliant. The golden shower. It was just so incredible. Like, once again, I, you know, and she'll have that, is that this season... Runways and a lot of these workroom looks impeccable. Pangina never looked short of impeccable this season. I'll give her that. Oh, my! I mean, yeah, it's like you can tell the queens that have a sense of pride coming on to this season based on like how much investment, you know, and that's mm-hmm. not to say that I don't think Jujube has pride, but like it's very clear that Jujube is like, guys, I'm not going to spend a lot of money. Or I, or I don't, I can't, I don't have access to it because this happened to me, and we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic. You know, who knows? Also, that is to say that I thought Juju's B's look was really clever. I thought it was clever, but I do agree that a pair of kitten ears or uh, an exaggerated uh-huh. makeup would have, because it's such a, a I don't want to say iconic, but a very recognizable figurine. I feel like the arm was a great detail, but. I, a pair of cat ears might have just done just as much work and not gotten her a critique from Michelle. It would have it would have helped a lot. Yeah. Janie's look I liked because it was it was very drag, but I mean it was a it was a set piece on her back. You know what I mean? It just felt kind of like not really a part of the whole look. Dare I say, oak tag? It could have been oak tag. Girl, it might have been. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know how she did. She roll it up in her suitcase. Like, I don't even know how she got that in her suitcase. But I don't know. I, I, yeah. yeah, 
I really thought they were not going to like this look. I was like, Same. oh, shit, Janie, you're really in trouble this week. She's spinning that roulette wheel, you know, might yeah, land is. on red. Might mm-hmm. land on red. Uh, you know, this just because at one point she says something like money, honey, and uh, money, honey is like an expression on Drag Race. Money, honey. And what that makes me think of is I just discovered this recently and I feel like this would be right up your alley. I, I, I think it's a dying trend. I don't know. But apparently on TikTok, there is this there was an interview with this uh, girl who is in the movie Uncut Gems. Have you heard of this meme? Oh, Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. And I just felt like Uncut Gems and Money Honey are kind of sisters in things I don't want to hear repeated. <laughs> and things that I feel like you would repeat to your cat often. Me? Yeah, I could see you saying Uncut Gems. I could see you clinging on okay. to that. Okay. That feels like yeah, a thing no, that you would... You would what? What do we call that? A a, a rattle? Oh, a rattle! Yeah, yeah. I maybe uh, I I see what you're saying, but there's so many other rattles I have with my cat, and yeah. and that's the thing is when somebody's like, "What's your rattle to your cat?" I then they then they leave. <laughs> I can't, I can't tell even them tell that. you what they are yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah I, can't um, even, I can't even remember the. There is something that I've been saying to Ella ad nauseum, um, but. The only thing that comes to mind right now is uh, Poise. I've been saying that since mm. this episode aired. Yeah. Poise. That's yeah. Bimini Bamboulash saying Katie Poise. Poise. I don't know if I, I feel like I had something recently and I can't remember what it was. Mm, it'll come back to me, but uh, it's not uncut jams. I can tell you that much. Um, Mary, I got to say these deliberations. They tell me nothing new. I feel like it's all a meaningless game. It's it's gameplay that isn't real or fleshed out on this show. Strategy isn't interesting on the show right now because it's not popular. It just feels kind of like shoehorned in. The queens don't want to be strategic. It, that's not what this show is right now. There's no incentive. So are you talking about the untucked chats or are you talking about the queen, the RuPaul and the judges talking? Untucked chats. When it's like, oh, who's going to go home? Who, who am I going to pick? Who am I going to do? Who am I going to, you know, choose? And I'm just kind of like, I, I, there's no stakes here. It was different with like Valentino. You, could, you think I could go home tonight? Like when they amp it up. But I just, I'm not feeling like there's a survivor thing yet with this show and that's that brings me to like we need to question this format like what this isn't entertaining anymore because it's not even strategic like i'm not i don't even care about that right now untucked chats no sorry i'm now that's stuck mirror no i okay so that that has come up now is like people questioning this format this format needs to change this format this format and i because my fave went home, I'm like, fuck the format, fuck the lipsticks. But I don't, I don't know. I, that would be so hypocritical of everything I've been saying this whole season. Of this is so much fun. I love being fucked with. I, I feel like it would be so weird to be like, ugh, I don't like this anymore. No, I, you're absolutely right. But you I, know? I, it just, it is worth kind of like just dissecting a little bit because, yeah, and it's not necessarily because Pangina went home. I just want to recognize that through the last four episodes even, I don't find this part of the episode interesting. Well, I don't I th- find the strategizing or the alliances. Like, it's not, 
it's not real yet because the show isn't leaning into that. Does that make sense? Well, I think the queens are not necessarily choosing. It's weird because I actually think this week and this week in particular and last week, because Pangina chose Jimbo's lipstick, because someone's now playing the game, it felt like this week it was weird because this this untucked these untucked chats. There were too many of them. There's like eight of them, so I couldn't oh, I keep know. track of them. But technically, this would be the first time where these chats would mean something because uh-huh. now the game's being played. Yes, I think the downside, and what I've seen other people say, is the problem with this is that like, and and to your point is like because of this these untucked moments are always just dominated by queens going, you know, I don't want to be sent home. Please give me another chance. You know, it's all about who should go home. And so we never get any variety versus say the untucked of season 14 that we're getting right now where there's been a lot of variety. And so I see that of like the problem with this now is that this segment is only dominated by one conversation and unless the queens are playing the game, which they don't play that often, it's not that interesting. And then the week that, that it was interesting, there were too many chats, you know? That and I feel like the these queens pick also hinders the format. What it should be, if you're going to go to a survivor strategy place, let's just put that hat on. Because again, I just want to be clear. I hated that Pangina went home, but I don't care that Blue picked her. I don't care that you know they're 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 pick, that they're sending home their competition or anything like that. I get it. I'm signed up for the rules, fan bankruptcy, all of that. Like I get all of that, but I don't find this. I think that this part of the game can be uh, fluffed up a little bit more. It could be more interesting if it wasn't the queens picking who went home. I would like it if there was a lip sync for the immunity and then they got immunity from being sent home and then the rest of the cast has to vote like on Survivor. And then it creates more suspense. Then there's alliances. Then there's two people in the corner being like, oh, who should we pick? Oh, I, you know, oh, well, she's in, I, I think we should just, you know, we should just do the UK girls and the US girls. And I, then it would be interesting. And maybe that's, you know, what's interesting about that idea is that if you have it so that the queens are voting, then you don't have, like, Pangina getting death threats last week because she sent Jimbo Correct. home. Or whatever Correct. Blue is getting this week, yes. you know? And so it, it it kind of not only democratizes it, but an, uh, what anonymizes I'm trying to make words that don't exist. It makes it anonymous in a way, or maybe they do show, but, like, it spreads the wealth. You know, Sung Sang. Yeah. Yeah. It's Sung Sang's it, you know, Uh, love her. Love Sung Sang. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, obviously people are calling like RuPaul, just pick, you know, like RuPaul, do your job. That kind of thing. Let the queens have more stakes by, you know, lip sync for their life. Like I know Pangina in the interview with the tab said, if I had been lip syncing for my life, I would have made it to the end. Right. I, I love that for her. Different rules, as she acknowledged in the interview as well. Like, no, we all know. Like, yeah, you, you send each other home. Wouldn't it be more interesting if you actually all sent each other home and that it was like, you know, a survivor type of thing? I think that would be better. Yeah. I mean, uh, it'd be interesting to see if they do change it. I mean, I I feel like the only change they've done to this format is, is when they've brought Lip Sync Assassins in versus having a top two. So... I don't know. Well, um, Mary, you know, I don't I, I, I don't mean to let a little bit of a cat out of a bag, but I know 
an international franchise is coming and being filmed this spring. A uh, little bird told me. Um, oh, so I saw the email as well. Yeah. Yes. I, uh, yeah. So they're, you know, it's not been filmed yet. Maybe things can still change. And getting feedback from the fans on this is, is hopefully something kind of like All-Stars 1 that they're going to respond to and that the All-Stars 2 international season is going to fix kind of the problem. We don't want to compete in teams. Okay, they changed that, right? So now it might be like, okay, yeah, all of you are going to pick the lipsticks, right? Maybe maybe they'll do that. Who knows? Maybe. Or maybe they'll just say, oh, look at them all down there. They're so upset. <laughs> Let's do it again. Let's also remember, like I've been saying this all season, not as some, not as anything other than like they're fucking with us, they're fucking with us, they're fucking yeah. with no, us. Like this is good for them. Mm-hmm. This is good for them, and all of everyone and all, all the Twitter. There's so many Reddit threads of like how the game should be changed and what about this and the lip sync. It's like they've got so many people talking about this. They don't have to change a thing. Um, I, I, I mean, if they do, yeah. And we you, got Pangina, and we got Jimbo. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. And you're right. They did change All Stars one, and there was no longer teams. So sometimes they listen when it's really egregious. But I, uh, yeah. you know, uh, just to bring us, uh, I mean, you know, my only notes from this deliberation, other than you know, so many chats, so many untucked chats, was that there is, if you rewatch this section, untucked chats, untucked <laughs> chats, untucked chats. <laughs> Um, there is a blue... Wait, hydra- wait, wait, Mary. <laughs> Say it one more time. <laughs> Untuck chats. <laughs> you love it. Untuck chats. Because, <laughs> like, I was amused for... With, mm, safety and untuck chats. I was amused for... Ru- how crazy would it be if you learned how to be quiet? <laughs> What's wrong with I you? Know. <laughs> I mean, I understand. We can't take it! <laughs> so anyway, um, there is, if you rewatch this episode, there is a and a great compilation that maybe I can edit, but there is this blue, I think I mentioned earlier, this blue hydrangea face journey that my favorite moment of it, other than kind of like what happens after the, you know, the elimination and the touching of the lip is... After Blue talks to Juju B, there's this shot of her. There's just, I think it's the makeup and whatever her eyes. There's just, those Irish eyes are, are not smiling. I'll tell you that. There is just this moment of like, oh shit. This deepening, oh shit. It's just worth a rewatch is like the face acting or, you know, face reacting that Blue is doing. It's, uh, it's pretty fascinating. Mm, I'll have to look for it. Uh, and or then post of course, it on Instagram. Yeah, maybe I'll, I will. That. I'll maybe I'll put that together. At least like some some screenshots. Um, also, I, this may be apropos of nothing. I just feel like I have seen Mo Hart ask for grace multiple times this season, and I don't know if that compilation is necessary. I just feel like how many times is Mo going to go? And if I could have grace, and if there is grace for me, and if this week I am presented grace, and maybe that just comes with being safe every week. But mm. she's looking for Mo Grace. <laughs> Mo full of grace. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Sister Mo full of grace. Uh, uh, I have no no other thoughts, really. I mean, we can push everything else to nuance, even that lip sync that I think is worth maybe talking about in nuance. I, you know, uh, my biggest note was that Baga looked like Rue McClanahan in a production of They Shoot Horses, don't they? That's That's what I saw. It was just... 
it was Eastern Europe's premier Bonnie Tyler impersonator. I, I it was Netflix so it. Yeah. it was so gross. It was so bizarre. I loved it, and it was terrible. Yeah, uh, I'll have more thoughts on nuance. I think. Um, all right. But uh, yeah, Marys, thank you all for reaching out about Pangina. We got a lot of um, examples of where the West Indies, uh, West and Wendy's reference came from, which I really appreciated. Andrew Lloyd Webber had like a bunch of reality shows in the UK that were oh, really bizarre. Yeah. Casting for the next, so, you know, uh, what was it? The next like Phantom of the Opera star, the next mm. Grease star. The, the stories that Marys are telling us about like, you know, when someone gets eliminated, they have to like sing a goodbye song on one of these shows. It just sounds like, yeah, yeah. It yeah. just sounds like a real Jaffa cake of a oh, of a night. Jesus. Yeah. So, uh, and then you know, I know on nuance, we'll probably discuss. Uh, we'll discuss the lip sync. We'll discuss cancel culture. Yeah, that, I think that we've talked about, it. Um, I think. Oh well, there's that one thing that we wanted to talk about. Oh, uh, the right. quote. The quote. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, uh, Mary was bringing up. Um, you know, why didn't we see Jujube and Pan Pan uh, talking to each other in their language? I think that was really interesting to, to learn about and kind of a nuance about the international seasons, which we can talk about on Sunday. But otherwise, I think we're going to leave it there. Uh, continue to send us your thoughts on this episode of the Snatch Game UK versus the World. You can reach out to us on Instagram at AllRightMaryPod, or you can email us at AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com, or you can find us on the web at www.AllRightMary.com or tasteofreality.com slash AllRight-Mary. And if you want, I'm on Instagram at Johnny Also. And you can hear me on my other two podcasts in the details, A Celebration of Nuance or Best Supporting Podcast, A Celebration of Best Supporting Actresses. And you can get me on Instagram at Drucker underscore. And of course, as Johnny mentioned, you can hear more of us and our discussion of this episode and discussions on season 14 episodes and all sorts of other fun topics on Nuance, the All Right Mary after show available on patreon.com slash All Right Mary. New episodes come out every Sunday. I love it. Our last chance lip sync, you know, I went back and forth. I was like, man, Lady Gaga song, 911, Dance in the Dark, something for Pangina going home. And then as the discussion kind of got broader about the show and the franchise, it's it, it became very clear to me. The last chance lip sync this week is A Change Will Do You Good by Cheryl Crow. Oh, I know her. She's she's the one, you know, peeling beer bottles and watch people watch their wash their cars. I know that girl. That's right. All she wants to do is wash her car. That's how that song goes, right? That's right, Mary. All right, well, touch scenes. Bye, Marys.